Welcome back to Atheist Reading, I'm Sean. Today we're going to be delving into the second creation account. Starts at uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 4. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created. In the day of the Lord, God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight, and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is in which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is Delium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel, that is, it which goeth towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man, and put him into the garden of Eden, to dress it, and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But the tree of knowledge, of good and evil, thou shalt not eat it. For in that day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he could call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field, but for Adam there was not found, and help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she is taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Okay, so we start off on Genesis 2, verse 4. Uh, these are the generations of heaven and earth when they were created. What well, I'm really confused why there's two creation accounts. Was the first one not right? This one doesn't mention anything about stars or the sun or the moon either. Um, and then in, in verse 5, every plant of the field before it was in the earth, every herb of the field grew, it hadn't rained yet. If there were plants there, they must not have 
needed any water, I guess. Um, and then in the next verse, we get some rain, some mist up from the earth. So we're good. The plants are going to be set for a while till the next mist from the earth. And then in the next verse, God formed man out of dust on the ground. But in the first story, it said God made animals first, and then man and woman at the same time. Why is it just Adam now and then Eve towards the end? Very, very conflicting already. Just two pages in here. Okay, and then verse 9, we get to uh, making a tree of knowledge of good and evil. I don't know how eating a tree, eating from a tree would make you have knowledge of good and evil, but I guess that's not the point here. Then he gives some directions or some landmarks for the Garden of Eden, which is... Um, well, there's no consensus. We don't know where this alleged garden actually would have been. There's information talking about the uh, a couple rivers, Pison, a couple other ones there. Uh, then, then God put Adam in the garden to dress it and keep it. I don't know why Adam was put in charge of the garden. What would happen if he neglected it? Um, a little spoiler alert. Supposedly, there was no death before the fall. So why did the plants need keeping? They're, they were, certainly weren't going to die. Okay, moving on here, we get to uh, where God tells him not to eat from the knowledge of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, because if you eat of it, you will die. Um, first of all, I don't know why you would be discouraged from knowing good from evil. I would have thought that would be the first thing he'd want him to do, is to know good from evil, but apparently not. And then God realizes that it's not good that the man should be alone, so he makes, uh, makes all the animals for him, all the beasts of the field, fowl of the air... And then he let Adam name all of them, which I think is really strange. I don't know why Adam would need names for the animals. He's the only one that exists. Uh, maybe what we heard in Genesis 1 was his cousin Adam and Eve being created in Detroit, and they need to meet him in the future and have names for all the animals. I don't know. Uh, then God puts Adam to sleep, decides that he needs to take a rib out and make woman. I don't know what the rib's all about. He could... There's a lot of dust on the ground he could have used, or since he made everything minutes before out of nothing, could have used he could have just spoken into existence. But no, we gotta put Adam to sleep, take a rib out because then we really know that women are second to men, inferior, of course, uh, which is going to be a theme throughout the book here. Uh, then, therefore, shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. This of course, ignores people who never get married, gay people, uh, but of course, they're not worth mentioning to the book. And then they were both naked, man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Well, they're alone in the garden. Why would they be ashamed? Um, and is it also, is it just good fortune they happen to like each other? Or maybe they didn't, but they didn't have any other options? It's like, well, it's, it's him or nothing. Uh, and they just settled? I thought we were supposed to have free will. Uh, was there ever a possibility of Adam and Eve? not reproducing. Um, if, if God knew that they would when he made him, then they never really had a choice in the matter, if you ask me. Alright, and that finishes off the second creation account. Um, takes us from Genesis 2.4 to 2.25. I'm completely different from the first creation account, so I'm not, I don't know, it's just kind of strange. I'm, I'm really reading this for the first time, um, just starting at the beginning myself, and I, it's, 
it's really, really strange. I just, I can't seem to figure out what, what somebody, how somebody could read this and think, wow, this is clearly insight into how our universe works. This is a book from our God. This is, this is the word of God. I don't know. It's, it's a little odd, but, um, thanks for joining me today. And, um, you know, if you like it really, you know, I'm just starting out here. So I'd really take, take any feedback you have. If you prefer a different format, questions or comments, suggestions, I'd really appreciate it. You can email me at atheistreading at gmail.com and we'll see you next time.